Hey, what it do, what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Jack TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, man. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Happy belated Labor Day to everybody out there coming off a long holiday weekend. How you feeling out there? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Shout out to the long weekends, man. I hope everybody was safe out here in these streets because it's COVID. Is still here. It is really real outside. Absolutely, man. And RIP to uh, Michael K. Williams. Fans of The Wire know him as Omar. Boardwalk Empire know him as Chalky White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a really big TV fan, so I was sad to see that news come across the screen this weekend, man. RIP to Michael K., man. Great actor. Absolutely, man. Especially under the circumstances. You hate to see it like that. Yeah, you hate to see that, man. And it's criminal that you haven't seen The Wire. That's the, the I haven't. I've seen thing. season one. That's nuts. Dedicate those four. You got 48 hours left, dude. <laughs> 48 shows. 48 hours, dude. Just take two days. <laughs> no it. sleep. There's no sleep. Just going straight through the wire, dude. And you can come out better on the other side. I promise you. I think about it. Absolutely, man. So abs- it, we know what time it is. It ain't no need to play around. It is the Super Bowl of hip hop. As I've heard this referred to, your man's Aubrey Graham has dropped. He is back on the scene with that CLB. We're going to talk about that. And this week also versus announced a brand new matchup that we're going to touch in on. Polo G's mom gets a W in our win-loss section. That's going to be fun to talk about. And money bag, yo charges how much for a feature? Mm. We'll get into all of that. But first, we'll start with Drake. Yeah, man's. This is a Drake CLB review album, so he definitely leads the quick hits this week. Um, Drake dropped Life of the Party as he was hosting some Apple radio show or something, if I'm not mistaken. Serious. Drops Life of the Party has a spectacular Andre 3000 verse. My question to you, being the resident Drake and Kanye Stan, did this help or hurt Drake? dropping this unreleased Kanye quote-unquote diss about him. Yeah, I, I don't think he got the reaction that he was looking for when he put this out. He was supposed, the, the talk of the town was supposed to be, man, how did Drake get his hands on this record that's dissing him from Kanye? Like, that was supposed to be what the chatter was about. And it was for about five seconds until people really got to download that Andre 3000 verse and that beat. And then it was, damn, bro, like, this shit is fire. This shit is touching. There's nothing like this on your album, Drake. Why is there nothing like this on your album? And I think he unintentionally poked uh, or shed light on a chink in his armor. Drake can do a lot of things very well. One thing that he does not do well or does not attempt to do, at least, is make super deep, touching, emotional, retrospective, thought-provoking records, soulful records like that Andre 3000 verse was on this on this beat. Like, he can't do that. And I think he exposed himself unintentionally by putting this record out the same day he put his album out. And it shined a little bit of light on, uh, bro, it ain't nothing like this on your project, bro. And I don't think he was anticipating that. Uh, with that being said, the song is fire. Andre 3000 verse was incredible, arguably verse of the year. And Kanye 
kind of muddied the waters up throwing Drake disses in there. That kind of really didn't add up. I really wish you had stuck to the subject. Weirdo. Yeah, that 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 was one of those moments where I'm like, ah, I really wish you would have stuck to the subject because that could have been a fire ass record. Um, so I think it backfired. It was a weird flex by Drake for sure. What you think? It was a weird flex by Drake, and the numbers reflected that. We'll get into them later. Hip hop is about numbers as opposed to everything else. But on the second day of streaming, Drake's numbers go down, Kanye's go up. Yeah, this is around the same time that the song comes out. So like you say. People are expecting Drake to be promoting his album, talking about his projects. And when you put the, I don't, I don't know what word to use for Andre 3000, but we rarely hear new verses. So That's true. just a hip hop historian as these guys claim to be, you should know if I'm dropping an Andre verse and it's just fire, like it's going to overshadow anything. No. It's going on. And that's what happened. That's how great Andre is. That's how he gets mentioned in those conversations as great as rapper. Cause every time we hear a verse, it starts up and it's because he's so good at what he does. I'll disagree with you on the fact though, that Drake doesn't do this. I think Drake, all he does is the introspective stuff. It just doesn't cut like Andre's cuts because Andre is more, uh, he pays attention more. He has more of a perspective. Drake only talks about himself, which is cool. Like, if you're the trending topic, if you're Drake, then it's awesome to talk about Drake. Like, if I was Drake, I'd talk about me, too. Look at what I'm doing. I'm Michael Jackson, as he says on this. But it just doesn't hit the same, like you said, when it's Andre 3000 talking to Kanye West about his dead mother and rhyming it up and talking about his uh, Sunday school teacher. And, like, that is fascinating because, as I've talked about when we did our top five rappers, rappers are commentators of the culture. As soon as they was coming for um, Andre... He had a response. He had the whole breakdown. This is what this record was about. This is why I took this as approach. This is why I didn't make the album. That's artistic. And that's why when people say Andre may be top five or whatever it may be, all of that entailed in this verse and the response. I loved it, but it did backfire for Drake. It did. And and you say that Drake can do, listen. Western Road flows. I'm, uh, I'm the biggest Drake fan this side of the Mississippi. I don't get what you're saying when you say it because he does this all the time. I'm gonna like, give you a sample. Seventh and brittle. I'm, I'm gonna give you a sample. This nigga Andre comes out the gate. Wait, first of all, this is Andre three thousand. But that, that that, that's true. who we. Hey, listen. Did Drake even hear this before he pushed the button? Did, nigga, did you listen to it? Drake's team is usually so on point. Somebody in the team should have said, "Ah, let's not do that right now." I would have buried this. That's what I'm deleted, nigga. If anything, get this shit shit as far away from the public as possible, my nigga. (laughs) Because, like you said, it ain't that Drake can't do this. He does it all the time. He's just not this good at it. Like, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean by that. He does a lot of things well. Like he tries it all the time. It just like and it sticks sometimes. Like you got Western Road flows. Like I said. Uh, you and the sick way talking about his mom. Like you have songs where Drake is trying to get in their bag and it's cool for a Drake album. Now those songs are fire. Andre. Yeah. No, those, those songs are fire. Andre's just a better at MC it. though. Like yeah. he just, he's just better at this. Okay, if we doing and, this, then I'm better. And that's what I'm saying. And, and listen, if we sat here and listed rappers who couldn't do this, we'd be here all night. So I'm not trying to say like, you know, it's that deep, but I, I just don't think, I think he thought it was a chess move. And it was really just, it, 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 it kind of backfired. But, but, but how though? Like I just, I mean, did you see the comments on social media? Go go look at the video on YouTube for those that are still up and read the comments. Niggas are saying, <laughs> nigga, Drake, 
niggas are saying like how you drop the best uh the <laughs> how the best song you put out ain't even on your album like nigga like how you do that yeah, like yeah. people are saying this Kanye best song in five years dude like why would you put that out and they're supposed to be beefing with this nigga you just put out his best song in in recent memory like this the old Kanye if if Kanye, Kanye put out an album of this I didn't even Kanye was upset about this right probably he responded via like social media saying this wasn't supposed to come out and stuff like that but I didn't even get Kanye's like I didn't get the diss all the dead bullshit he was talking about in the text like that shit went over my head which I told him niggas quit playing he was talking about him and Virgil and shit like that yeah, it that wasn't was a whack. diss it that was whack. It wouldn't hit him up, nigga, but I mean, you know. <laughs> my, yeah, but that goes to the point of what you're saying. If I'm Drake and I listen to this, like, that's a throwaway after I hear Andre verse. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what Kanye West is talking about, dude. Like, this this, this is A1 grade A rapping on the first part of this, dude. Kanye West coming to me talking about some text messages and shit with Virgil, like, that no one gives a fuck about. Get shit out of here, dude. That's listen. how Drake should have responded. So I'm, I, I ask you as a Drake fan, like, what do you think? That he thought he would get from this. Like, what 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 was the response that if you were on Drake's team and you agree with this that you thought that you would have gotten? He this is the classic eight mile Eminem thing where you talk about yourself before your opponent can. He thought he was pulling one of those. Mm. He was going to release the diss song aimed at him, so people could be like, "Yo, how he get his hands on that? Oh shit! Uh, no." Like now, and and that's my nigga. And he, his promo team was doing a thing up until this point. That did not work. And I'm finna get these Andre 3000 bars off. You got me fucked up. Hey, Miss Donda, if you run into my mama, please tell her I said, say something. I'm starting to believe ain't no such thing as heaven's trumpets. No after over, this is it, done. If there's a heaven, you would think they let you speak to your son. Drake, love the nigga to death. He has never said anything like that. Never. <laughs> no, and that nigga, that's my favorite rapper. It's, it's a, I got him in the top five already, and he ain't said nothing like that. I'm gonna keep it's it a lot of rappers that ain't never said anything like that, though. Exactly, but not all rappers have leaked this on purpose the week that they shit come out. That's all I'm saying. Well, okay, this also goes to what we'll talk about later beyond the rollout because you said it was amazing. The personalities. The, the the Mamba mentality, as we call it in this generation, for our generation, it was a Jordan killer instinct. Drake doesn't have that. Because if you did, what you do is bury this shit. But Drake is a fan of hip-hop. He's a fan of the true. culture. That's true. Well, I want the people to hear this, and it's amazing. Andre, man, fuck all of that, dude. This is about wins and losses. As Meek Mill says, dude, and you took a nail. But I mean, you know, he ain't going to take nothing. He don't lose anything from it. So I get nah. that aspect of being a fan of it, but you're being too nice to this nigga. That's why you're in the position that you're in. Before we get out of here, if Kanye made an album of that right there, of like 12 of those, so. he he could wear the MAGA hat on the cover, nigga, and nobody would give a shit, dude. Like niggas would, that shit, pe- people have been crying for that right there. That shit was fire, nigga, even, even with the DMX his, sample at the end. That wouldn't even have fit on his album, though. No, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't. It, it was a good record, but it wouldn't have made sense on his album. Know, he wasn't even, he wasn't rapping like that at no point on that album. Yeah, nah. Nah, it wouldn't have made sense. The beat, even the production didn't sound, it wouldn't have fit. It would have been a good song, a nice bonus song, but other than that, nah. No. Um, moving on, man. Your man's Milk Carton Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has registered not one, not two, but nine new songs with ASCAP. 
people are assuming that this is for his new project, new album that he spoke about a couple of weeks ago, coming soon. That Oklahoma, I guess is how you say it. O-K-L-A-M-A. I don't know. We think that's the name of the album. Not really for sure. Now with this new information, can you guarantee that he is dropping before the end of the year? I think if it's up to Kendrick, then absolutely. I don't see that these songs are registered under Top Dog Entertainment. And I could also see Kendrick Lamar wanting to get the process done. I'm ready to get on with my new phase of my life as we were reporting on with him starting his own label. But also I could see Top Dog Entertainment like, hold on, bro. The last Kendrick Lamar album? We can slow roll this out even more, my nigga. Like, you got plenty of time. You know, waited this long. Let's just wait. So I'm on the fence as to if we'll get an album before the end of the year, because I think that you may see some conflict here. You may see Kendrick Lamar like, okay, I'm ready. It's done. I want to get on to the next stage. And again, like I said, you may get top dog. Like, oh, I mean, you done waited this long. You've already told people it's the last one. Shit, I'm going to get a schoolboy out there. I'm going to get a J-Rock out there and tease your verses and tease that last Kendrick album for as long as I can and make it as big as I can because I'm never getting it again. So mm. I could see where it may not come out at the end of the year if Top Dog Entertainment has anything to do with it. And again, this is just me speculating because we've not known Top Dog to do any of that stuff. It's music business stuff. They operate more like a family. But watch out for it, man. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested that number one, this even made news. So if you're if you're telling me that people are registering songs with ASCAP and that's part a pub, that is public information that we can see this, then why why has this never been like a thing before? You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, why why nobody named the 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 Kendrick? I mean, the uh, the Drake songs that were registered before the album came. Like, somebody has to explain that to me. Shout out to like Wendy Day or somebody that may be able to fill in some gaps because I don't understand how this is news. We've never had we've never talked what about is, this before on the show. What is ever. ASCAP? Tell tell people what that is. Uh, it's a publishing company. It, it, there's two publishing companies: ASCAP and BMI. And you have to register your song so that they're copywritten and trademarked and all that shit. The writers, producers. That's and how that's they keep how they paid, keep up man. with how many times it gets played and they pay people based on all of that shit. They keep right. score basically. So these are brand new songs and this is why he has to register. And this is to make sure that the people are going to get paid from it. And it's like right. you said, that's a great point. I've never heard like Jay-Z's registering nine songs with ASCAP. Uh, so I don't know. Is, is it public information or is this a new weird rollout that we see? Like it's that's possible weird, too. Like this may be one of those new, Oh, Kendrick, like it's mysterious. Yeah. Like you said, I've been following hip hop for 30 years. I've never heard of this. Never. Not one time on this show we've been doing since 2013 that we started off with, yeah, J. Cole registered seven new songs on ASCAP. His new album is on the way. Like, what? So that's their, yeah. I, I don't this know. This is what you get when you got Kendrick Lamar in the anticipation and no words, though. Like, they don't talk that's about true. Like, I don't hear anything. I, I will say this, though, before we move on, there is a rumored Jay Z was shooting a video in the UK. You see that? I did see that. New Hove on the way. That's for him and Beyonce. Relax, bro. Uh, you think a new, a new, uh, we don't need, we don't need Carter's. three of them. We don't need another tour of that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a definitely another Carter album coming. Oh, like, no. Nah. Carter's or whatever it may be. Yeah, we don't, we don't need that. We don't need that. You be, get ready for that tour as soon as. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good on that. Racking. Uh, what we got next? Speaking of tours, being outside, having fun, man, versus has announced another stellar matchup. Mm. I'll let you decide that. We got your man's Fat Joe, famous from Jealous One Still Envy, and Ja Rule. Let's go. Get Ja Rule on the phone. 
Let's go. Because there's a new versus coming up between those two. My question to you, Animal Brown, are you tuning in for the Fat Joe versus Ja Rule versus? How hype are you? Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm a fan of both artists. Um, and a Ja Rule fan is nuts. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah. I was. Ja, I thought Ja Rule early shit was fire. I'm not going to hold you. Uh, until 50 took his style and crushed him with it. <laughs> I thought that shit was dope. So I'm here for that. I, I'm familiar with both of their catalogs. They both have 20. Um, easy. Well, okay. Ja Rule got 20? Ja Rule may not have 20. Ja Rule. Ja Rule, ah, got 20. Ja Rule may not have 20. Fat Joe has 20, though. Believe Fat Joe that. Fat Joe definitely got 20. But He's writing and everything. That's what I'm saying. So I, I'm, but to answer the question, I'm definitely here for it. High tune in factor for sure. I would have had a higher tune in factor had they gone with the original matchup, which we'll talk about in a second. Are you here for this though? I'm not sure, man. I'm getting nervous that they're going to try <clears throat> based off the success of the locks and the dip set stuff. They're going to try to skew New York. Like we're going to keep getting these like B tier, second tier, third tier, New York versus just to keep the ball rolling. Come down south. Give us the ones. These are uh, multi-platinum tr- artists, though. Stop that. I don't care, dude. They, they, <laughs> That's like, not B-list, dude. They are. They, come on, bro. These are B-list legacy acts. Like, get out of here. If that, they may be C-list. But my no. point is, there's nothing wrong with doing B-list celebrity acts. Just let the South get they B-list celebrity acts off, too. Trick Daddy was on Drink Champs. He was talking about uh, the potential matchup with him and Bootsy. I oh, my God. <laughs> no hell! I love no. to see Juvenile on a versus. I think we need to visit Texas and get a Texas style versus with the chopped and screwed stuff. Like, don't give me New York shit back to back to back, man. Man, like I get, I get that this is where the originators and Swiss and all of them cats are from. But let's get to the South. Let's get to the West Coast. Let's start doing some other stuff. Don't just keep giving me the New York stuff, man. I, I'll so, say this, and I, I would, I would understand if this was September 11th. And maybe it was kind of like, you know what I mean? They they leaning into that, but it's not even that. It's September 14th. It's, you're right, it is back-to-back New York joints, but they typically don't do that. They typically do a good job of going around the globe, mixing it up, old school, new school, R&B, writers, producers, rappers in the South, rappers in the West. They, they usually do a good job of that. So I get it. Swiss is trying his damnness to bring New York back. Look, this is your shit. You can do whatever you want to. But the one that's sitting right there in front of us, which I think will be very similar to E-40 and Too Short, like that kind of niche Bay Area joint, is that UGK and that A-Ball MJG. Mm. That's the one we need tomorrow. Go and throw the South a bone, Swiss. And goddammit, go ahead and cue that one on up. I think it will hit. That, that's, that's the one of the ones that if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like you in the chat, straight fans of down south hip hop shit that's the one that we need announced as soon as this one is over like it's okay bro new york y'all back we get it cool y'all had bang y'all had hits cool 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 let's go ahead and get some down south shit i'm with you on that and i think that's the one i think that one need to be on deck for october for sure i think the one the big one the event history making break the scale southern versus is cash money no limit. That's true. Baby P. That's true. Whole catalog. It's not gonna happen though. That's, <laughs> That's the thing. It's not gonna happen. Oh no. It's not P, gonna happen. P, P out here. P is out here. So we know P, P out here. He not turning that down. Now the next call is baby. And how much will we pay baby to do this? Because remember, this this potentially could be the biggest verses ever. P 
peeing baby. Them niggas that'll ain't be huge. been in the same room. That's That'll be huge. We get No Limit, Cash Money, 20 songs, whole catalogs. Well, you'd have to no, you'd have to put some parameters around it because because Young Money and all it throw that nah, out. We ain't doing all of that. It, it'd be nineties. It'd be no limit cash money nineties. Do it gotta be nineties? Because when Ghetto Dope come out, two thousand? Fuck no, Ghetto Dope came out ninety seven, ninety six. You sure? Ninety seven came out. Well, I mean, it, it, it can't be new No Limit, and it can't be YMCMB. Nineties, nigga. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You, whatever you count features. Whatever yeah. parameters they want to put on it. Master P and Baby in the same room would break the scale. I'm I'm saying that would be the biggest versus ever. But I will say this though: the the announcement comes at the expense of another versus that allegedly was supposed to happen, which was Fat Joe and Fifty. Fat Joe said he was down. Fifty turned it down, but Fat Joe was clear. He went. He didn't say he was running. I think he may have put it on schedule conflict. He may have put it on something else. But that was the one that was supposed to happen, and. That would have been interesting. Or John 50 would have been interesting. I mean, that, we know that's not going to happen, though. John 50 would have been interesting. Like like that, said, they would have to be in two happen. different rooms. Facts. Um, I don't think we ever see 50. Because, you know, 50, one of those 48 laws of power, everything matter, nigga. So when it's somebody like Fat Joe, like, why would, I'm, I'm 50. I'm not battling Fat Joe. And there's no disrespect to Fat Joe and his catalog and what he's done. But you're not 50 cent, my nigga. Like, that's just flat out the bottom line. So who would he battle then? That's a good question because the only niggas that, that he, I feel like that 50 feels like that he should be in there with are niggas like Hove and Nas. Fuck out of here. Eminem. This is what 50 probably thinks. And the TI 50 was a decent matchup. The TI 50 was it, but I think that 50 feels like he's a, a, a step above TI, which he's not. But I think he feels that way. That's nuts. It's a lot of niggas that TI giving problems with 20. Nah, I agree. That with features and everything, like that's that's a rough, it's a long night right there. In order for 50 to keep that perception up of being 50 cent, he can't do these because he ain't finna go in there and like, like he, he, I don't think that he can go in there and take an L. Like he ain't finna go in there if it turned out like it turned out for Dipset, it ain't gonna go well. 50 can't handle it. Like he ain't got the temperament for that to lose in there in front of all them people and, and handle it like elegantly, like, like Cam did. Like, nah. He, le- he learned his lesson going up against that graduation with that Curtis uh, yeah. back in the day. <laughs> and it did. Exactly. That was the last public L we no, seen. Ain't no public. <laughs> and I bet, I bet you if you ask him about that, he got a story and he's still mad about that. Tough. I bet you he do. That's a That's fact. the type of nigga 50 is. Man, before we get to the CLB review, man, let's talk Billboard. They named the greatest all-time song of the summer. Drum roll, please. It is Puff Daddy and the family. I'll be missing you. Do you agree that I'll be missing you is the greatest all time song of the summer? No, <laughs> this is cheat code. It got to be just because of the sample. Like, I don't know if I, what is it? Yeah. The Eagles? Oh, Man, don't Eagles? add it. Listen. Well, whoever. Every it is. step, I every take step. Every it's, move. it's the sample. It's the sample. And um, Puff was brilliant. And putting the sample together for the big, uh, he got it to big pass and he got it together real quick, got it out. Uh, yep. It was a dope thing to do. But I've, I've literally never listened to this song in the summertime and been like, man, this feels good outside. Let me put that Missing You by Puff Daddy on. I've never done that. Nope. Never. Neither have I. And that's the, for the record, that's the police. Every breath you take is the yeah. sample. 
Um, I'm not putting that on in the summertime either. Neither one of those songs is getting played at the barbecue, dude. The real answer, and we've actually done an episode on this, of the best summer songs ever. Go check that catalog. It's summertime, bro. It's Fresh summertime. Prince. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the answer. That's There's no other answer, dude. That's hell in the title. That's it. Yeah. There's yeah. other banging summertime songs for sure. That's number one so that, forever in a day. Let's just, like, that's it. It's a wrap. The new generation listen to that, you think? They they should. If they got some real niggas in the, <laughs> they got some real if summertime come on at the college party, like oh it's turn now they fuck with that. Okay. They fuck with that. All right. Because if you don't, you're gonna look like a weirdo if you don't know that. Yeah, your mom or somebody gotta That's put you saying. on that. The girls gonna know mandatory. The, yeah, the, the girls are gonna know, and if you your ass don't know, you're gonna like a weirdo to the girls, you don't want like a weirdo to the girls. College is where a lot of people learn that's that pass down tradition stuff like that too. Like in some college parties, they used to play like the uh the theme music to good times. I don't believe that though. Facts. This is like this black, this is black shit. Like if you go to a HBCU, that is just black shit. No, you was, you was at the wet that was whack shit. You had no, the wax part. TSU, my nigga. <laughs> don't disrespect. <laughs> You are Drake. Don't get don't the get real TSU. Real TSU, nigga. <laughs> Not that Texas shit. <laughs> Shout out to Texas Southern, man. Hey, Shout listen, him, man. Let us know what the greatest song of the summer all time is, but it's time to get to the greatest artist of all time. Yes, Drake. Certified Lover Boy. It finally came out. Let's go ahead and hop into it. What did you think about the rollout? I know I, I alluded to it earlier. I thought the rollout was pretty spot on, much like his rollouts usually are. His team is pretty solid. What did you think about the rollout itself, though? Brilliant. One of the things that Drake probably never misses at is rollouts, uh, preparing you for his album. He does a great job of making it feel like it's a Super Bowl Sunday. Like, big shit is happening when my album drop, if I'm talking about Drake and listening parties, uh, we streaming on Apple radio, like motherfuckers is going to be sitting by their radio like it's the 50s to, to, to see me when I drop. And that's dope. I think more artists need to do that. And Drake is able to do that without hiding like Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Drake is able to do that without involving tons of other people uh, like J. Cole. Drake is able to just off the name of Drake. And of course, he had some billboards telling you who was features. He had a funny that was dope. Meme. That was dope. Yeah. He had the funny gif uh, for the album title, and that was dope. But just generating buzz. Uh, the Kanye stuff was kind of whack to me, but it did also generate buzz. Just the anticipation of an artist like Drake, what does he have next? What's the next smash hotline bling that he'll have on there? All of that stuff ties into when you have the number one artist in the world ready to drop an album. And I don't think that he missed in preparation for this. It felt big. It paused. Yeah. Uh, people were waiting up. They wanted to see this. Like, like you said, everything was retweeted as far as the meme and people changing it out. It was big. It felt big. It looked big. Everything around it was big. And that's what Drake does. He prepares you for a big day in hip hop. Like really no artist before maybe with Jay-Z. I, I feel yeah. like with the blueprint and a couple of albums, he was able to do that. Not every one of them. Almost every Drake album has been like this from the start since the mixtape. Yes, it, they're, they're events. Thanks. You know what I mean? They're just they're, they're events. If you're another artist, you don't want to drop on this day. You just you just you just want to let's avoid it. Let's just go ahead and let it cool down. And you know what I mean? And and like you said, that's kind of where he is um, as an artist in in hip hop and in pop culture. Period. I'm astonished 
that he is able to create these album covers that continue to be memed left and right, dude. I don't know how he did. This is up there with the one where he's sitting on top of the views, where he's sitting on top of the damn Toronto thing, which got memed. They had the meme generator for that, where you could sit them on top of different shit. Mm. Like, bro, I don't know how they keep putting Because I saw the album cover, and I was like, eh. The album, the album cover was some, was some mid. You know that what I mean? Fake. Yeah, I thought it was fake. I didn't think it was the legit one. And then you see companies. I just saw a damn juice company where the girls was holding their juice flavor and it was certified juice. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> Did, you everybody... Did you see the Trojan condom one? That was killing. That was funny. All that was hard. That was hard. That was killing. Yeah, that, that one was dope. But I, I did like the billboards. I thought the billboards in other people's cities that were featured was dope. And it was dope because it looked like people just rolled up on the billboards. Like it wasn't like an official picture. It was like somebody was in the car and they took, oh shit, look, Memphis. Shout out Memphis Project Pat. Like it, it kind of gave it that vibe. Like people discovered it and it wasn't forced on you. And so those made their rounds on the internet because we didn't know a lot about the album coming into it, which I really liked. We didn't have no single. We didn't have any of that shit. And I really liked that there was a cloud of mystery around it. And I think it worked as you see in the numbers that it did. Uh, it, it hit again, like everything except them dropping the Kanye record hit. And that, that shit, I mean, he does it every time, dude. That nigga team is on point, bro. Him, LeBron, Kevin Hart, they teams are incredible. <laughs> like, then they got the all-star teams, dude. Hey, that's a big trio right there. The LeBron, Kevin Hart, Drake PR team. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, boy, you can do anything and get away with it. Yeah, you know? he hits. Um, it, it's it's great as far as how Drake presents this as a big deal, too. The Billboard such and such is on CLB. Like, guess who's on my album? Guess who made the Super Bowl of rap, my nigga? Yeah. And I think he does a great job of presenting that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think about it when you first hit play on it? Mm, when I first hit play, it was a dope... Um, I love you. I love you. That was and hard. It, that was really catchy. Yeah. Um, when I first hit play on it, I'm going through it. I'm like, okay, yep, this is a Drake album. This is one million percent a Drake album. And for Drake, what that means is you're gonna have like a mixture. You're gonna have different stuff on here. You're gonna hear him spitting sometimes. You're gonna hear him saying it sometimes. It's gonna be slow. It's gonna be fast. Um, all of what I've heard before from Drake, I've heard on this album. I did hear on this album, excuse me. Um, he didn't really test the limits of his artistic ability, but he doesn't have to. Like I've seen a lot of people say this is the same old Drake. Like the same old Drake put 650 on the board. This, <laughs> this is what Drake do, my nigga. It's like saying, man, it's Giannis. But bro, I'm, I'm scoring 30 a game, bro. I'm giving you 17 boards, four blocks, <laughs> eight steals, my nigga. Yeah, you may be tired of how I do it, but I still do it. Yeah. And that's one thing that I had to realize and look at as I'm listening to it. Because I'm, again, I'm a, I'm a Drake fan. I like Drake. Man. I also like new. Like, that's why To Pimple Butterfly was such an amazing album to me. Like yeah. motherfuckers trying different stuff and actually doing it well. Unlike Kanye with Yeezus, I think his stuff was tied in too much with him, his personal shit and not the artistic music stuff. With Drake, I think he gets kind of like, I know I can give you 30. I'm going to go in here and do what I usually do. It's going to work. I'm going to put up 600,000 first week. 
And that sometimes can get mundane. And that's what I got from this album. Like, it can get sometimes, like, you can tell that he's in coast mode. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's shit easy for me, my nigga. I can go in here and make a hotline bling in my sleep. You that know. may not be true, but that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I know a lot of people talk about, like, how he doesn't take many risks. And, I look, I get it. But then on the other side, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And... I lean more toward that. And I get it. It's tough. He's got a lot of people to please because he's got a, he's got a number of different types of records that he makes. Like you said, you're going to get the slow singing joint. You're going to get the Island joint. You're going to get the trap beat. You're going to get the part, the club record. You're going to like, you're going to get, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get the slow down chopped up, uh, Bun B joint, like he's gonna flip a, a a classic record, slow it down, and sing on it. You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to get one of those an album, and so I I understand. I personally am a fan equally of those styles all across the board. Some people prefer one over the others. Like some people just want an album full of Western Roll flows, dude. Like can we get twelve uh seven a.m. on Bridal Paths? Like some people just want twelve of that. And that's why a lot of people say he doesn't have a classic because he doesn't stay in one lane for too long. Like I, my, my girl, she likes Drake. She think he cool, but she hates the singing shit. Like she don't, she can't get with it. None of that. She's like, no, this is some slaw. Like the singing shit is some slaw. She likes when he's over, uh, uh, take key, fuck these niggas. When he's over that, like he floating. She's like, I fuck with stuff like that. So if he had a 12 track album of all of that, she would think that that shit was a classic. You see what I'm saying? So it's like- no, that's- that's funny to me that you say that because me and my girl we were going on date night as well and we were listening to it and she said the same thing. Well, I don't want to hear him like this uh, typical Drake being Drake. If the it's women are tired of it, who's listening to this? Like who's uh, no no I'm not, no I, I think people just prefer one over the other. That's that's yeah. all I'm saying. I don't I don't think that people are just out on them. I just think they're listening to way too sexy 17 times in a row if that's because that's what they like to hear him on. You know what I'm saying? That, that Or people who just want to hear him bar shit up. You know what I mean? They listening to the, you know what I'm saying, the joint with Wayne and Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. They're just repeating that shit. But that's that's a gift and a curse because everybody's not going to be equally into all of that. I'm a stan, so I'm equally into that. Some people just want to hear one or two of guess, those styles and can throw the others so away. My question is, or was... Does that stuff still hit from Drake? If I could do all three of these things well, but there are also a lot more people doing these things since I've come out. Like, I don't got to go to Drake no more for the slowed down Texas style stuff. But like, Drake going to give it to me. He going to do his thing. But I can go listen to Bryson now. I can go listen to all these other niggas that do this shit. So my question, I'm wondering if that's made people less tolerant of Drake. Like you just were telling me about your wife. I was just telling you about my lady said the same thing. You see that more on this album than you've seen in the past. Is that because you have more options now? You think? I don't know. I would, I would disagree. I would disagree with that because people said this about views. Mm. When views first came out, man, he's singing too much. Niggas just, they just want them to shut, sh- shut views. up and rap. Their <laughs> views different though, man. I, but, but, but it views. took it. They had to grow on people though. Yeah. He even said that drop a classic. What do he say? Drop a classic years later. And they call it a sleeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like people had to grow on that because that this is Drake. In my opinion, Drake makes music that you have to kind of let marinate a little bit because some of it can turn you off off top. 
Like some of the like the song with him and and Kid Cudi. If you don't like Drake singing, bro, like you're throwing that in a tree, like bro, turn that shit the fuck off. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But if you it, that also could grow on you too, because it's actually a solid record though. So it's like. He, but that's why he elicits such wide ranges of opinions when his shit first comes out. You'll see the Jordan slamming the trash meme, or you'll see him holding up five rings, nigga, talking about another class. You know what I'm saying? Like you get, you get both ends of the spectrum because he's a polarizing act because he's got stands like me, but then he also has so kind of fair weather fans like, man, why is this nigga still singing? Like what the fuck? Or why is he doing the island shit, bro? I don't mind want to hear that shit. Or why is he doing the UK shit? Nobody want to hear that. Or my girl doesn't, doesn't want to hear 7 a.m. on Bridal Path, bro. Like, she doesn't care about that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? What kind of Drake? What, should, what Drake is she looking for? She, she like man? nonstop. Or sicko mode. Like, she like that. Got it. You know what I mean? So, so bro, the, the Western Roll flows and shit, she was like, okay. <laughs> I think that shit is fire as fuck. But, that's just, but I, I say that to say that's his that's one of his things that's 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 tough when you're juggling so many different audience when you're so popular you have a lot of people to please and that's why a lot of people can't come to a consensus on his projects and that's um, why you what, sell 650 first week because you're pleasing so many different it, <laughs> I, exactly that's it bro you're touching so many different people i'll say when i listened to it i did i, I did like the album though I had to untrain my ears from the Kanye Donda joint because I haven't listened to that all week and it's completely different than that. But I did really like it. As I was listening to, I didn't think to myself, man, I'm okay, this one ain't it. And there's usually there's usually one or two, even though I'm a stand, there's usually one or two I'm like that, this ain't it. But I didn't really get that vibe when I listened to this with the exception of one, which I'll get to in a minute. But I really did like the album when I listened to it and it, it gave me exactly what I was looking for. This is what I need right here. And the intro set the tone. I like mm. that. The certified lover boy, and then the, I love you. I said, ah, okay, this, I see what we in for. <laughs> like, this let me know what I was going to, uh, what I was getting ready to walk into, and I was here for it. What worked on the album? So a lot of tracks on here. What worked on the album for you? What worked on the album? When I walked into it, I, again, I like it, but I was feeling like, okay, this is Drake. It's a Drake album. And I got to Way Too Sexy. Yeah, that's that the bop. bop. Yeah. Like my nigga, like Jay said in the documentary, Black Album, when he was looking for the dirt off your shoulders, he's like, man, I need that that bounce. Where yeah. the bounce at, my nigga? He got Timberland on the phone and Timberland brought the bounce. Yep. Whoever did this way too sexy with Future and Young Thug brought the motherfucking bounce. Yeah. Song is a hit. Uh, it was a brilliant idea. You couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better feature right here. Like yep. Young Thug and, and Future on Way Too Sexy with Drake is and the video is amazing. The video funny like, as fuck. This song is gonna go up. It's my favorite song on the CD. Well, excuse yep. me, the uh project. This is the one that jumped out to me. This was the one that was repeat on repeat first. Um that's a layup though, too, though. It's a layup. I have a, yeah, a layup. easier layup. layup for the remix of this. Ooh. Just bring the girls out, dude. I'm getting big. True. I'm getting city girls, Cardi, Cardi, yeah, and I'm doing true. the way too sexy remix right before the summer end with all them slam fucking dunk. That's a fact. Please get that doing. Yeah, that's a layup. Get, get Big Lotto on there too. Absolutely uh, for me. Get do get on there for me, man. For the show, do that for the show. <laughs> get the Big Lotto way too sexy verse, please and thank you. Um, but going out there after I got the bounce and that satisfied me, man. Yaba's heartbreak. 
I like that. It was mm-hmm. different. I like the style on there. I don't, I don't know who Yeba is. I'm not, I wasn't familiar with that before Drake put her on, but I, I love it. That was dope to me. Um, Fountains, Fountains was fire. That's another one. It wasn't necessary. I don't believe that. That's not necessary. That bounce, but I like Tim's. I like that Tim song. It's like the what is it? The probably the most streamed song in the world right now. You ain't never heard it. I haven't. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, you need to check out Tim's. But yeah, I like that. I like his that. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. I like Tim's style. That's a woman. That's, that's a woman. I like that. It's fire to me. And um, man, knife talk like that. Project Pattern Twenty One Savage absolutely eight yeah I like that. Here. brilliant move by drake going to get project pat reminds me of j cole going to get cameron on the first track of of his uh latest album but i just love when we bring older hip-hop artists back in project pat man we're gonna have to tell what we've told the story on here time and time again of the legendary status of project pat and the weight that he holds in memphis yeah before we get to what you loved about the album, this is no lie story. You were with me. We were in line yep. going to an after party at MTSU. Yep. A nigga from Memphis argued us up and down. This was what, 90? No, I later than that. This was 2000. Two, yeah, 2000, 2000. Early 2000. Nigga told us that Project Pat was better than Jay-Z. Dead serious. Straight Project Pat better on than Earth. Jay-Z, man. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Yeah. He was dead serious, and he said, you can go to Memphis and ask anybody in Memphis, and they would tell you the same thing. I will never forget that for as long as I live. <laughs> I promise you I will never forget that. And I just say that to say how much Project Pat is fucking with in Memphis. People love him. Shout out to Project Pat. Friend of the show, one of the first Absolutely. guests on On Deck TV, Shout by the way. Pat, man. Shout out to Project Pat. Um, what I rock with on the album, uh, listen, it's a lot. It's a lot on here, guys. Um, but what jumped out to me off wham, I'll say I like no friends in the industry had that Memphis bounce to it. Um, he talking big boy shit on there. I really like that. Um, I really liked 7 a.m. on bridal path. Look, my wife may not be into that shit. I'm cranking it up though, regardless, and running the back even when she's in the car. That shit gets dumb clock in the Jeep. Um, and then I also like Poppy's home too. Um, he was talking big shit on that as well. Just talking about his father in the game and shit. I really like that. He also got a fire Jay-Z verse, which I can't, if we keep it in a stack, the, the Jay-Z verse on the, on the Donda was some, some look cool for, for Jay standards. You could tell he did that. I know, I remember he did that it same was, day. Yeah. But that verse really, he kind of, that was a little bit of, eh. but the one on here though, he bodied that shit. Um, was, so that's one of my favorites. Mad. He was definitely Ooh. mad on this verse. He was tight. Don't do that down the verse any kind of way, though. I, that really, it didn't move, I'm going to keep it staying. It didn't move me like that. For Jay. The, the whole, the, none of the album should have Album was no skips. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Album straight through. The Jay verse was the best thing on that album, other than the Lil Durk verse. Oh, my God. Hey, real, speaking of Lil Durk, real quick, I watched King Los was on Clubhouse. <laughs> Which is that's already funny to do was on Clubhouse. I wouldn't. This is on YouTube. Somebody sent it to me because they know I fuck with Los. And King Los was on there talking and trying, you know, kind of hating on the album a little bit. On which and album? he said uh, on this uh CLB. Mm. And he said that Dirk washed Drake on the song right here on this album. Dirk ripped it though. Dirk been ripping it lately. He ain't washed Drake at all, but he been okay. ripping it lately. Uh, that's that's all I'm saying. He said he washed him. And I was like, nigga, please. Los, that's how I know you hating. I, I mean, that's why Blos is in the position that he's in right now. Too. 
Nigga rap like nigga rap like that doing battle rap still, man. We've been those been coming soon for 15 years at least. So hating on Drake ain't gonna get you no interviews, my nigga. Um <laughs> Dirk been what? ripping it lately though. I really, nah, he's been doing like, his thing. I love his verse on that Donda. Yeah, now nah, he ripped that. Yeah, now, I thought that was tough. Like, and this is like we older. I was just talking to my homie Scoops about that this this weekend. He was like, he got a son that's in high school. And he was like, man, my son put me on dirt because I thought he just sung and did the little auto tune shit yeah. like me and you. He was like, he got some stuff out there where like he could see why a lot of people fuck with him. So I went back and had to check some dirt shit out. Dirt can really rap. I ain't know. Yeah, I no, I, 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 I used to listen to some of his old stuff, and and I got some on like a playlist on like a Chicago playlist when he rapping before the auto tune and the yeah. blonde dreads and shit. Dirk and he's pretty. solid. I fuck with Dirk. What didn't work for you on him? The length, pause. Wow, that was way too long, man. Drake, I, I just feel like Drake doesn't have to feed the algorithms. Like it's not the end of the world if Drake don't sell six hundred thousand records. I don't think because he can always come out and do it again. I think that you hear me reference this a lot about albums or artists in their peak. Like when I was talking about Ross, like he's never gonna, he was never gonna be bigger than BMF. Like that was it, that was the peak. I ain't saying his career was over, but that was it. Similar things have happened for 50 Cent in game. I don't think that's the case with Drake. I think that he still has the room to take chances. Like I can put a nine, 10 song, brand new album out and still come back and hit you with 23, 24 songs over the head because my window ain't nowhere near closed. That's a fact. And I don't like how Drake kind of acts sometimes like his window is closing, but it's not. And that comes to the length of the album. I feel like it was way too long. I feel like it's time for Drake to give us that 11, 12 blueprint, 13 song album. Um, Mm -hmm. If I had to do anything else, it's the arrangement of the songs. Like, like, it's just not arranged correctly. I was waiting too long to get something that, like, when I was waiting for that uh, way too sexy, it seemed, it, it lured me into believing, I mean, it's just another Drake album. Because it started you, so similar to other Drake albums. I'm not really that asking too. for, huh? He said that. He said, if you didn't like views, then you're not going to like this. And I think that plays into what you're saying, because Way Too Sexy is number seven, and yes. that's really the first bop. Bop. Yeah, it's the first, like, here's my, and... I'm not one of those people, like I said, is I'm not asking him to change what works. Like he got the style, he got the flows, but the re- arrangement of it could help. Like it's something to say, like Scorpion wasn't really arranged like this. I don't think like he had a bop w- quicker. Now and remember it think, was split in two. One, this one was all rap shit. But it was some two. slower songs though, even Hell on the yeah. rap shit, you know? Yeah. So I just think that with this, it could have been arranged a little better to get me interested quicker. Like that, uh, some of that stuff from the the back on the back end should have been closer to the front to get mm. me engaged to let me know that Drake engaged. Because like I said, some of this shit he can do in his sleep. Like when you know, this nigga putting out like TSU, he could do that in his sleep. That's Travis Scone, he could do that shit in his sleep. The girls want girls with little baby. That's wasted. I don't want I don't want little baby talking about like eating pussy on a song, bro. Like I want him. I want him. This is probably the best street rapper that you got out of Atlanta. I don't want him on girls meet girls. Like, I just don't think that this was, it, it wasn't arranged like, nigga, this is a championship game. Like, with Yon, with Donda, regardless I ever listen to it again or what I think about Kanye West, you can tell this nigga, like, still brought it to the door. Like, every, like I'm acting like this is my last goddamn album. It's the finals. It's game seven. 
everybody bring your shit to the stage. And I just don't feel like the Drake acts like that. And you can tell from the arrangement and how it's put together. So that was, that, those were the big things to me. It wasn't necessarily a song. Cause I feel like all the songs were in pocket, all of them were Drake songs. Yeah. You made a great point when you said you have the different types of Drake that you like. I've accepted that as a Drake fan. I know which Drake is for me. And so I just gravitate towards those songs and I still respect the other songs. So I don't really think that there were bad songs per se, just the approach could have been a little bit better. And when I say what I mean, that is that Mamba mentality going back to that again, killing niggas early. I'm putting that way too sexy out of the gate. Like I'm putting that um, no <laughs> friends in the industry out of the gate. Yeah. Let niggas know, like, I ain't come here to play with you. I ain't come here to fake beef with Kanye West. I came here to crush niggas every time, sell 650 out the gate, go on vacation for a year, and get back on niggas' head. That's what I'm here <laughs> for. Man, I, I'm going to say this. For anything that didn't work, and, and, I, and like you said, just pulling a record off and being like, I didn't like that record, that's kind of tough. With the, you know, the, the, the one joint I didn't like was the fountains, or at least up until this point of this recording, right. I don't like the fountains. Maybe next week, it'll I'll vibe with it. Um, but for the most part, I did rock with it. I think toward the end, when it got to like fucking fans or whatever like that, that don't really do nothing for me. If, like, that has, if you had to pull something off, if you forced me to be that. Yeah, it would be that. It would probably be that. Everything else, and, and I think the song with Wayne and Ross, that sounded like a throwback. Like that sounded like a, a Just Blaze beat. It sounded a little dated, even though Wayne murdered it, though. Like, I ain't gonna lie, he was Wayne ripping that. that. And did you catch the Swiss shots, though? Absolutely. <laughs> Went in on Swiss. Rightfully so, too. Bink produced yeah. that song. Because Swiss, Swiss was tripping when he, if y'all remember, he was he was he fresh off another verses. Nigga. He called him a bitch-ass nigga, didn't he? Nah, he, he said he was on the verses with, I mean, he was on the uh, FaceTime or the IG with Busta Rhymes. And he was trying to take up for his man, Busta Rhymes, because apparently he and Drake had a song, but Drake didn't want him to put it out or something. And Busta Rhymes was cool. He's like, nah, you got it twisted, Swiss. It, it ain't really that. And he's like, fuck it. It don't matter anyway. These niggas pussy anyway. Me, 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 me. And he, you know, he was hype off the he was hype off the juice. And if y'all caught the bars on uh <laughs> on You Only Live Twice, he addressed that. So mm. and I thought that I thought there was some slick shots too. I wouldn't release a song with Fucking bust rhymes either. If I yeah, me ready. neither. I wouldn't either. Tough luck. So yeah, yeah so. Hey, hey, fucking fans. If I had to pick one, that's the worst. Yeah, that that could come off, man. What what do you give the rating overall for the project? Three point five reels. Mrs. Banging. Yes, banging project from Drake. I'm gonna give it four because even though it is 21 tracks, I do think it's I can let this go. Um. Shout out, first of all, what a week we've had. Shout out to Kanye. Seven days, man. Two albums. Well, we got we got 48 tracks, no skips. Like this shit is we're witnessing history, what was, people. What was the other album with no skips other than this drink? Donda motherfucker. <laughs> Hell you talking nuts, about? Man. I never listened to that Donda again. That's your fault. Halfly because of you and the other half because I just don't want to hear it. You waiting on the fucking plies and boosy verses, yes. but won't listen to the Donda. That's yes. on that says more about you, sir. Bootsy and Trick Daddy, to be exact. That's even worse. Trick Daddy. That's an even worse matchup. Damn, what we, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Um, no, nah, but I, I do I say four, I say it's fire. I do really like it. Um, I see myself revisiting a lot of songs on here and, and getting familiar with other ones that I didn't give a lot of time to because I kept running back the same ones that you'd like off top. 
Um, but yeah, that too sexy. That's gonna be the vibe. But, that's gonna be the vibe for the rest of the summer, though. You know what this week also made me think of when you speaking to, to speak to the Donda and to speak to this before we get out of here. I'd like to make a declaration. No, oh, this album made me think about J Cole, and think that we're going to go back once all of this passing and these niggas stop rapping as much and look at J Cole like he's the best out of this generation. I've switched my stance from Kendrick. Mm. The reason that I say that is that Mamba mentality that we're talking about. Like when J. Cole found that lane and switched to the 2014 J. Cole that we know now, 100% in, like, I think I'm, I'm going to be the best rapper. The bars were there. I'm putting niggas on. I'm, I'm selling out, like, everything that you want from somebody who you would call the number one rapper. J. Cole is doing it. And even with the, con like, Kendrick doesn't have the consistency. Like, you don't hear from Kendrick as much as you hear from Cole. That's his chink. That's a chink in his armor. That's a chink in his armor. Yep. With Drake, like he can't spread, like he can't spread his flower the way that J. Cole has, like when you had the whole Dreamville sessions and Revenge of the Dreamers. It's something to be said to be able to do that and still be a fucking beast. Yep. Like J. Cole maintained that and he's just been consistently there. It didn't take no Kanye West back and forth. It don't take a lot. And then I went back and I listened to his album and nigga just rapping his ass off. Yeah. Like it's really almost unfair to him to have to be compared to Kendrick Lamar and Drake, arguably two of the biggest acts that we're ever going to see in hip hop. And J. Cole has consistently just done his thing as a rapper. If we're talking about the generation that you and I grew up in, J. Mm. Cole is easily the best rapper. But mm. now you measure more stuff around it. You measure the rollout that you have with uh, Drake. You measure the different stuff that you have with Kendrick Lamar and control versus and stuff. But if we're talking about consistency and what the game was made on, J. Cole been doing that shit for the last eight years, man. So we gonna act like the, everything before 2014 didn't happen? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what we're That was Jordan to. before he got his ring. <laughs> yes. But no, I mean, even with that though, it goes, it speaks to him. Cause he was able to, recognize that, hey man, I'm going to be just a regular nigga if I keep doing this. Like, I'm, I'm going to be fucking the young guns or somebody like that if I keep doing what these people want me to do and dressing like motherfuckers. So he recognized, like, I got to be myself. And I think that's one thing that Drake still struggles with. Like, Drake still struggles too, and it ain't really a part of his act, and I don't know him personally, but that thing that J. Cole gives you consistently that people relate to, Drake don't have that. I don't know. I know what you mean, but I, I because J. Cole's fan base is more niche. That's why he can do a dollar in a dream show. But like he it's more grassrootish. That's why it's so great, though, because I can yeah, do yeah. it and I'm still I'm still impacting like a million people. Like st people are still mentioning me with a Drake and a Kendrick Lamar, even though my campaign is grassroots. It's a That's lot true. to be said for that, man. And That's a fact. And his ass off if I didn't just say that on that last album. Yeah, that album's stupid. Don't get it twisted. That shit is yes. crazy. What we got on, man? Wins and losses before we get Let's out of here. get to these wins and losses, man, on the CLB episode from the On Deck TV show, man. First this week, there's an L on a follow-up report that we have for Kodak Black. This L goes to the Pompano Housing Authority. You remember we talked about Kodak Black dropping AC units off in the hood. Yep. Well, they're saying at Pompano Housing Authority that it was causing a disturbance, loud music being played in the parking lot, and the residents could not 
live peacefully. Yeah. That yeah. now they're, they're trying to, they're trying to make it seem like because he was shooting music videos in the hood that it was causing a disturbance when his team is thinking that it's more because he's providing them with the AC units and they don't like that shit. Yep, because they were are supposed to be providing the AC units and this is making them look bad. Exactly. They want to get uh, young Kodak out of here. Shout out to Kodak, man. He's been on this shit. He's been way not too rowdy. He's been squashing beefs. You see him and NBA young boy might go on tour? Uh, how? Well, they're supposed oh. to squash the beef. <laughs> NBA young boy is locked. Are they gonna FaceTime? When he get out, twenty million dollars. Uh, Somebody offered them twenty million for it too. Damn. I don't you know why squash, they ain't heard Kodak so new music. All his beef, huh? Yeah, they ain't heard Kodak new music, nigga. They wouldn't give him twenty for that. You're a Kodak hater. Mm-mm. Next, we got a W to Cardi B, man. She gave birth to her second child. What over the weekend, man? Big shout out to her. Shout out to Cardi, shout out to Offset. They have not announced the name. I am dying to know what the name is, though. I love rich, celebrity, left field, unique ass names. I love that shit. What if it was culture, too? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hard, dude. Routine. That would be crazy. That would be 100% Offset's idea. Man, that would be hard, dude. All right, a W goes to Polo G's mom. She was fighting back against intruders that broke into the crib. Did you see hey, that story? That's scary if you because it was caught on the ring camera. If you Polo G, Polo G beefed up the security immediately as he should. You can't have niggas trying to kick the dough in and mom dukes in there. She had to come out with the strap and everything mm-hmm. and shoot back at the intruders, dude, who were strapped up trying to kick the dough in. Man, that shit crash. That shit scared though, man. More money, more problems. Salute to Polo G mom though. Yeah, I'm glad she made that out of that alive man. And uh, that's Chicago. Like, I know she was ready. She was about that life and she from Chicago. So That's a fact. She was ready. Shout out, shout out to her, man. That could have been ugly, though, man. It could have been ugly, man. So, shout out to Polo G for upping the security, man. Get this straight ASAP. Yeah. Uh, extra bonus L to your mans. I seen this text before the show started. Thought it was hilarious. Kanye West texting engineer at 7 37 in the morning where you at buddy let's get to work four hours later the engineer responded kanye says don't worry about it bro you're fired uh the engineer went on to give excuses and shit man so big l to the engineer man for getting fired for being late from arguably i don't know who this dude is but it's the biggest studio session of his life yeah and his alarm didn't go off if, if, if you texting Kanye, if you got Kanye on a text, then you somebody of that means something to the team and they, you drop the ball. Boy, I know he hot about that. Whatever phone he had. How do your alarm not go off when you working with Kanye fucking West? Bro? I might not go to sleep, bro. Fuck I'm it. I'm sitting in the studio. That's what I'm saying. You ain't got to worry about me, bro. I'm going to be here. <laughs> Are y'all leaving? Okay, cool. I'm here on this couch. <laughs> me and my little Fago and these hot Cheetos. My nigga, we chilling. <laughs> Going nowhere, dude. <laughs> what? He jacked it. Nigga said um, his alarm didn't go off. And then he had a then on the thread had one of those long ass three fucking bubble apologies where he was writing to Kanye West responding to told that nigga stop texting find God. You're fired. <laughs> I fuck with Kanye for that. Come on, bro. That shit was funny. call my nigga. Uh, on Decker of the Week, man, shout out to Culture Colors on YouTube. They left a comment under our Donda review. They said, I love this album. However, I do think it's still a work in progress. I'm in love with the potential of it overall. Every song feels like it's nearly there, 
but just needs a little bit more attention. There's easily a nine, maybe even a 10 out of 10 album in here somewhere. Ye just needs to go back and clean house, fix everything up. I think there's a solid four skips for me, but honestly, first listen, I give it an eight. So shout out to Culture Colors for leaving a comment on YouTube. Shout out D-Dub on YouTube uh, as well, leaving comments, man. So appreciate that. And uh, they're wrong. There's no four skips. It's zero skips. No skips on that Donda. I'd argue and say it's 21 skips. That's that's fucking, just me, though. That's disgusting. That's just me. My nigga, my nigga put the first double disc ever with no skips, dude. Let's 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 celebrate this moment. All eyes on me didn't come out now. Uh, all eyes on me has skips. No, I'm listening to way more on <laughs> all eyes on me than I'm <laughs> than I am on that Donda album, my nigga. I promise you that. Promise you that. What you got what to you put me us on? on this week, man? Oh, all right. I'm going first then. Um, two things. We're going to the movies. Shout out to Marvel, Shang-Chi. Oh I can go ahead and stamp it right now, guys. If you were worried about that shit, go pull up and fuck with it. It's fire. That Shang-Chi was super dope. Marvel does it again. Second, shout out to American Crime Story that comes out on FX. It debuts tonight. So by the time this airs, it'll be available. This season is about the uh, Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton scandal. They're two for two with the first two seasons. So check that out. Um, I think it'll be good as long as it's on par with the last two. So I'm fucking with that American crime story. I'm telling you, I ain't definitely not interested in that at all. That's a fascinating <laughs> story though. The, the, the Bill Clinton. Yeah. That's fascinating, bro. Mm, I, it is. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. It is for me. I finally made it in the putt shack. Okay. The putt putt golf that we were trying to go to. It's in like five cities across the U.S. So if it's in your city, like take a look, look it up. It was very fun. It's golf, but they keep scoring like kind of like bowling. There's a chip inside the ball, so it can tell how many uh, shots you took. You get different points for different tricks. It was really cool. Me and the lady went out and enjoyed that this weekend. So you get a chance if you're in your city, check out putt shack. That was fire. I like going out too, man. I mean, we like going out. You know what I mean? Oh, I just, shut God dang. I like putt putt. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Nigga, I invite you the last nine places. Yeah, I'm moving. It's going to take nine hours for me to move. I like putt putt, B. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely going again. We're going to have to hit that, though, because that shit was fun. That's a fact. I'm, I'm very, and you can be competitive and have fun with that shit, though. So, and the score is up on the screen. So, check that out. And also, I started a new book by Malcolm Gladwell. It's called Blink. Yep. thinking without thinking how to make decisions within two seconds or less with using your subconscious fire That's oh hard. my god i just started this shit is really fucking good so if you're into reading in the audio books please check out blink it's really good get your mind right as far as making good decisions so check that out i have to get into that man that's dope um anything else oh <clears throat> some business too. youtube.com slash on deck tv make sure y'all subscribe leave comments we appreciate that and patreon.com slash realville two brand new reviews coming up very soon we got a special guest on there too man an old friend of the show make sure you check that out hint hint um and make sure you go to at on deck tv show on instagram and the rap chat group in facebook anything else before we get ghost yeah man it's the on deck tv show check us out we gonna have some new merch for you guys very, very soon with the seasons changing up, man. Let's get to this. We appreciate you guys for supporting. We out. Yes, sir. We out.